You found yourself in another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss Zach Levine's rumored value, according to Frank Katz. We're also going to talk about the Bulls ranking in the Central Division and who's going to be more to blame if the Bulls season does not be, is not successful. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central's YouTube and podcast. But, Pat, let's get into it, man. So, Frank Katz uh, reported that the Knicks did make calls on Zach Levine this offseason and reported that the Bulls wanted uh, a giant offer back uh, in regards to if they were even open to trade. Zach Levine. Uh, yeah, they wanted a giant package. Uh, but what what do you, what do you make of that when you hear about Zach Levine's reported trade value? I'm not surprised by this. How many times are we going to do this? Like uh, the, the surprise in people's voice when they're like, "Oh my God, the Chicago Bulls want Zach Levine!" Like, what are we still? Why are we still having this debate every three days? You want to know why? It's the off season, and these morons have nothing to talk about. Like, there's just nothing, like, at this point, we're just making stuff up, at flying by the seat of our pants. There's no topics to break down, and so they just writing articles about anything. I would rather see that dude. Who's that dude that wrote the article about the Bears that literally just went? There's nothing to talk about today. Like, I would oh, rather yeah. see that than just BS, same conversation. Oh, my God, the Chicago Bulls wanted a large package for, that's crazy, for Zach Levine. <laughs> it's like, how many times are we going to sit here and have this conversation? How many off seasons are we going to go into? How many trade deadlines are we going to go into where Arturis Karnaschovas goes out and says, okay, uh, you want Zach Levine? Send me two first round picks, send me two players and send me a, a young rising star. And people are going to go, he's not worth that much. He knows it. He knows he's not worth that much, and he knows only an idiot would pay it. And I wish some of the people that were writing these stupid articles were running the team so that somebody could be stupid enough to pay the price. Yeah, I mean, hey, um, the Knicks ain't got nothing we want on top of everything else. Like as, as me and you have already nothing. talked about multiple times. Um what if they include Tom Thibodeau in that trade? What, what no, about I don't want him back. <laughs> Nikola Mirotic is also a free agent. Let's go ahead and just run them both let back. Me, let me remember Thibs as who he is and not who he has become. Or who he was, <laughs> not who he has become. Because, yeah, man, yeah. as the hair gets thinner, the, the personality goes with it, bro. Tom Thibodeau never really had a personality, though. You know what it is, though? Here's the thing about Thibs to me. Like, Everybody always complains about it. Thibs just needs that right team, and I don't know if that right team is ever going to be around him again. You need a Jimmy Butler. You need a Derrick Rose. You need a Joakim Noah. You need those guys that are going to sit there and look you in your face and literally just go. Joakim Noah literally told Tibbs, I think he said this on a pod, he said he looked at Tibbs in the face and was just like, man, if we didn't win, I'd hate you. And Tibbs was like, the feeling's mutual. Like, you have to have that kind of team 
for Thibs to be an effective coach. And that team doesn't exist in the modern NBA because Jordan Poole's dad is still crying about him getting punched in the face and him not throwing a punch back. How about you train your son to fight back? Like, Jesus Christ, what are we talking about? I mean, listen, when you train your kids to... Oh, never mind. I can't make that joke on Locked On. I've been saving, I've been saving my job a lot here lately, you've been, bro. You've been doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, doing, I thought that hey, was listen, it. I thought that the, the extra bit of money was coming my way. Maybe I offered the kids <laughs> yeah. a job. I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, uh, yeah, I mean... nobody should be surprised by this. The Bulls do not want to move off this core. They will if the right deal comes available, but, like, ultimately, this team wants to be able to find the right balance. That's AK's model. That's what he did over in Denver. That's what he's trying to bring over here. They they really just need to develop a little bit better, draft a little bit better. We're talking about this team completely differently, but, like, it's going to be a minute before this team tries to move off Zach Levine. It just is what it is. Now, I will say this. If we have a completely disappointing season, which we're going to talk about in the last yeah. topic, some things may change. But I don't think that I don't think that, that level of disappointment is coming. I actually think we're going to ha- be, have a pretty damn good season this year, if I'm being 100% honest. I just think we're going to get back to what we were, and what we were was okay. You know what I mean? Like 45 wins. That was the, what we won two years ago. What did we get? 46 wins, right? 46, 46 think, wins yeah. to finish out the season. And the second half of the season was atrocious because we lost Lonzo and had nothing to go on. And DeMar DeRozan was running on fumes. Like, I, okay, like we're going to get back probably to there. And you know, want to know what's going to happen. All these same people that are just like, blow it up. It makes no sense. Why are we doing this? Are going to be right on the other side of this mug, sitting there talking about, man, I'm really glad that he held on to this core. I was riding with y'all the whole way. Shut up. We saw the comments. We saw the dog. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's one of those things to me where the plan don't work until the plan works, right? Remember, they were crazy to keep Jamal Murray. Why would you want to draft Michael Porter Jr.? There were people that were happy that we got Wendell Carter over Michael Porter Jr. Like, what are we talking about here? Oh, you had a back injury. Yeah, we talked about three dudes now that have had back injuries and have come back and been pretty impactful players. One of them just won the MVP. So uh, to me, it's just, it's not one of those things that I, that, I don't see this Bulls team moving off of a Zach Levine anytime soon, unless it is something where somebody shows some promise, um, but behind Zach Levine, that's, that's kind of crazy. Somebody shows some promise uh, on the come up. Right. And uh, like a Patrick Williams or a, uh, no, I'll come up. I can get away with, come on, y'all don't look at me like that. Come up is fine. Relax. Um, somebody show some promise like a Patrick Williams or a Daylon Terry or a Julian Phillips. It's the only scenario where you're going to get rid of Zach Levine. And even in that situation, you're probably still not getting rid of Zach Levine. Don't you get out of here, Tony brothers. Don't you technically. He's, rev- he's reviewing the up. call. He's reviewing the call. You don't you see. tech me up, Tony brothers. Right, you get out of here. No tech. No tech. <laughs> you, you got saved on that one. No tech. <laughs> now he going to call me. Tony brother's a wild boy. Dog. Hey, bro, that's funny, man. Um, hey, bro, Spencer Dinwiddie just was in the in the post game. Like he called me a bit. Like I didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> me a bit. Oh man! Ultimately, like I. And I've already seen some Bulls fans saying that you know the Bulls are crazy for whatever. Like. At the end of the day, do you really want R.J. Barrett on this team? Because that's what they were going to have. Like, if you are a Bulls fan and you say t- to me with a straight face, you would rather have R.J. Barrett on this team than Zach Levine, I like, I don't know, bro. I, 
Somebody may have to smack your mama. I, I really don't know what else to no, say on it's that. Just, it's one of those things where you know what it is. It, it's the society that we're in now. If I don't win right away, give up. If mm. I don't succeed right away, give up. That's the mentality that a lot of y'all have. That's why y'all sitting in your mama's basements commenting about basketball that you ain't never played. Like, the mentality that people have nowadays is the dumbest thing in the world. I love that anonymous source in the front office who was like, what are we supposed to do? Just give up? We're not supposed exactly. to try and win games? Like, the point of playing a sport, at least when we grew up, at least when I grew up, was to try to win. Like, I get it. You want to go out and get a championship. It must be like, well, at the end of the day, you know, like, if you're not going to win the championship, what are you f competing for? To try. Like, the, the point is to try to win. That's the point of sports. You know, the only one person can win at all at the end of the day, and you just want to give yourself the best chance to try and do that. And for some reason, the modern world thinks the best chance to try and do that is to suck. And that's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard in my life, and I'm so sick of hearing it. I'm a little spicy this. tonight. I'm a little spicy it's, tonight. Well, no, it's the microwave mindset that we live in. Like, with that, that's that's the that's the culture that we live in now. Everybody wants it now, and people don't have like it. Like you said, as soon as somebody's not something that they want, it's a hey, ship them out. And then it's like, have we not been on the wrong end of that so much over here over the last handful of years? The fans that are, that comment on these videos, and I'm not saying all of them, but y'all know who y'all are. The fans that comment on these videos, the things that I always think about is y'all would have gave up on Michael Jordan. Oh, for sure. Y'all would have gave up on uh, 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 anybody outside of Magic Johnson who came in and won his rookie year. Y'all would have gave up on so many Hall of Fame. You'd have gave up on Kobe. Oh, Kobe can get the job done, but he's not greater than... Yeah, y'all have gave up on Shaq. In Orlando. Like, what are we talking about here? You think Orlando feels good about giving up on Shaq? Like, they, they've been poverty ever since. They had a flash in the pan with Dwight Howard. Who? Who? Talk about your flash in the pan. Anyway, let's go on to the next Hey, topic, bro, man. Dwight Howard news is crazy <laughs> right now. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Dwight Howard out here being a bandit. That's all I'm going to say, bro. We <laughs> that down. Uh, that, that was, yeah, hey, shout out to Dwight Howard. Stay over there in China, my boy, because uh, apparently... Uh, you got some charges waiting on you when you get back stateside, but we're gonna oh, go wait, ahead and move forward. There's charges involved in this <laughs> bro, too. I didn't there, are, that day. there are charges involved, bro. Like, <laughs> now we know why he in China. That's why. That's why he, listen, Dwight. We know why Dwight Howard learned that Euro step over there in China. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Next up, let me sidestep this. <laughs> We're going to be talking about where the Bulls rank in the Central Division, but before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All in one app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, Pat, so we had um, a conversation that got a little people riled up in the comment section, but it is what it is there. Uh, in regards to the Bulls making the playoffs, but let's talk about 
where the Bulls rank within our own division. So in the Central Division, of course, is the Milwaukee Bucks, Cleveland Cavaliers, Chicago Bulls, Indiana Pacers, Detroit Pistons. Uh, Pat, where do you have us ranking in our division going into next season? I would say tied for third right now. Okay. Um, I think Indiana and us are probably tied for third, just because even with what Halliburton's been able to do, right, is he going to take that superstar step? I think there's a lot. Now, listen, he's a lot younger, so it's it's a lot better. But I think he is at that same, right, like the Zach Levine type of player where it's like, okay, if he takes his next step, he's going to be unstoppable. What the heck is going to What is going to be the ceiling of that team? Um, I would still give the Cavs two. I'm still going with the Bucks one. I mean, listen, stop Giannis. You know what I mean? I think I think the the Bulls are probably tied for third right now. I mean, you could argue fourth in all honesty. Um, depending on what Javon Carter is going to be able to come out and contribute right away. And what the Bulls, I guess, continue to add. But, like, I don't think us adding a Christian Wood or an Unerlot Bidum or any of that is going to change, sway our opinions too much on where this roster is. What are you talking is. about? If you, we, if, according to the chat, if you if we add Christian Wood, we're a title contender, bro. Like that's, who, that's just what it is. That? We, I ain't seen that, that, that bro. Who said like, that, bro? <laughs> it's everything. Because I've been trying to, like, again, I've been trying to be a better person. I, I, there are so many people in the comment section on yesterday's video that I just like, I just want to fly. You made it too easy, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take the low hanging fruit. Uh, I, I think, I think the, the amount of people who listen, if this is all I ask people to do, if we're going to understand how the modern NBA is being run, let's dig into analytics just a little bit. It don't have to be everything, but you do got to understand them just a little bit. I just want y'all to understand the on off numbers. Right, like yeah. if if you look at the on off numbers, you'll know why Christian Wood is not a good defender. It's like bad. most was really sitting here, like you overblowing the deep. You're, you're taking the narrative. No, I'm watching the basketball. Christian Wood is an absolutely terrible defender. <laughs> uh, but even with that said, it's so funny that they came out your opinion with that because you still were supportive of of what he brings offensively. I love him offensively. Yeah. Like, like, listen, it's here's the funny part about him. And this is what you really got to understand. Bad attitude will screw you out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's Mark gonna Jackson get a is still waiting right now looking at, at Bro, he's like a, the, he's like a, what was he last year? 18 and eight, something like that. 18 yeah. and eight. And he's going to get right? like $2 million. Cause he's a <laughs> douchebag apparently to his teammates. That's funny. Like, all right, uh, that's tough. <laughs> But let's to get back on the topic of where we rank in the central. When you look at the rosters in the central, which which roster do you think, with either the additions they made or the or just pure off development, do you think is ready to make that next leap? I'm I'm looking. You mentioned Halliburton, and I agree with that. But I'm also looking at his backcourt mate and Benedict Mather. If Benedict Mather hits a second year leap, I'm I'm I I, I agree with you now that the Pacers and the Bulls are probably even. I know some Bulls fans are going to say, how dare, how can you pick that when they got Tyrese Halliburton? We yeah, should have yeah. drafted him over P. Will. We should have. But if, yeah, we should have. I don't, we hey, listen, I don't, we agree, I don't agree with that. There, there's two. Like, if we would have drafted Tyrese Halliburton over Patrick Williams and then Walker Kessler instead of Dale and Terry, we're a completely different spot right now. Those two alone. But with that said, uh, what, what, what roster do you look at that's ready to make that next leap in the Central Division, if any? 
I mean, I don't even. Are you saying like of the of the rosters at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. Of, of so we know the that the Bucks, Bucks and Cavs, Bucks, Bucks and Cavs are yeah, Bucks and Cavs one two. Yeah. When you look at the 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 Pistons, the Pacers, the Bulls, is there anyone that you think it, without seeing it right now that's primed and kind of ready to make that that next leap to actually contend within the division? Pistons are kind of slowly becoming the Lions. Um, mm. where like I look at their roster every year and I'm like, okay, I kind of see where this is gonna take a jump. And then like I feel like every year we've said this is gonna take a jump. It another year goes by and a jump <laughs> isn't taken. So I they kind of gotta prove it to me. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I wanna say the Bulls just because there is more of that veteran presence. And we've seen how this team has improved vastly with a point guard, especially a defensive minded point guard. So I do think the bulls are poised to take a leap. I'm not counting out the the Pacers at all though. Like the Pacers to me is a, I, I think that they're a team that intrigues me so much because even though they dealt with some injuries too, down the stretch, they just looked lost and they got to a certain point where they were like, okay, we're kind of done here. Like we, we're going to accept our fate. We're going to go into the draft. We're going to try and add a piece here. Um, but I do feel like there is a, a there is a more of the bulls to me could take a leap next year. There's more longevity with what the Pacers have. Mm. Like I think when That's the fair. Pacers take That's a fair. leap, the Pacers are going to take a leap. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. I mean, unless Kobe, P. Will, Julian Phillips, if somebody changes that mindset on it, they are definitely ready. I can look, look at three Pacers. young guys on the Pacers team, and I would take all of them over the Chicago Bulls young guys. <laughs> like, it's that bad, bro. Like, that tells you kind of where it. Like, our leap is literally, like, I think DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic will play well with a point guard. <laughs> Two of those guys are 33 and 34. That's hilarious. Yeah, and they added Jerace Walker as well to that front court. I think him and Miles Turner on the Pacers can be a nice front court. Yeah. We already know the backcourt's locked in. Do you think Ben Matherin actually starts more games next season instead of comes off the bench? I think they like him coming off of the bench as that six-man role. Um, I think they like his fit with that, which is it's weird to have like a young guy come in and basically just fall right into that six-man role, but he he did. I mean, listen, like, it's not like the six-man isn't a guy that's getting serious minutes, right? Like, Amano yeah. Ginobili was a six-man his whole career, and my guy, we sat there and talked about him like he was, you know, a, a, an all-time legend starter. Um, so I think they kind of like him in that role. Plus, Rick Carlisle, if I'm not mistaken, from the pop tree, kind of feels like he's trying to build this team similar to that. I agree with that. I, and, 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 you know, that's the longevity playing. I, th- I like the way that the Pacers are building. I really like what they're doing over there in Indiana. And it, we'll see what's going on with the Pistons. The Pistons are just a team that's so hard for me to gauge, man. They have some play- young players that I really do like on that team. But it's like, I don't know if it's just the the water in Detroit or what it is. They just never come together. I I mean, coaching change is going to be a big thing, right? You got Monty Williams there. We've seen Monty Williams do really good with young players. So mm-hmm. I think that that is going to make a difference. They got a- a- Asher. They got Asher, right? Which Thompson twin did they get? Amon? The Pistons? Yeah. They get Amon uh, or Asher? Uh, uh, Asher. Asher. Is that how you pronounce it? Asur? I don't know. Asher. Asher. I don't know. I want to be the very best. That's what I say. But uh, <laughs> I, they they got, uh, you know, I, I like how he fits in with that Pistons team. I think that team is so heavily dependent on how Cade is able to come back. 
um, yeah. already having surgery. I mean, Cade looked really good before he had his knee cleaned up, finally got the knee cleaned up. So I think that there could be an opportunity there for Cade. Um, you know, the pictures that came out of Cade, he's looking a little bone crusher-ish there. I'm okay. I hate that every offseason because it's like they play basketball. Like, exactly. literally, training for basketball is run. Like, it's like, he's going to get talking about his, his size or weight. That's not, I mean, like, he just looks stressed out. Like, the, the dude don't look like some, his girl must have left him, bro. He's looking, <laughs> he's looking mighty stressed over there, bro. Mighty stressed over there. Oh, man. Hey, look, he plays in Detroit, bro. Like, what you expect, bro? bro? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are you really looking for from my man? Uh, <laughs> from Matt point. Stafford in Detroit versus Matt Stafford in LA, bro. It was like, hey man, that's you, funny. What you doing? You got off the plane. We. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, before we get into the next topic, which we're going to talk about, who's more to blame if this Chicago Bulls season does go left yet again? Uh, before we do that, I want to remind you guys that Locked On Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. Make sure you guys check us out there as we're dropping them the fire content all throughout the offseason. But let's go ahead and get into it. All right, Pat. So I asked, presented a question to you before we started recording, and we're going to bring it up here. Uh, if the bull season does go left and is negative, who do you think is going to be more to blame? Are we looking at the roster? Are we looking at the coach? Are we looking at the front office? When you when you look at that kind of just, again, we're going into it blind. For all we know, we can have a 51 season in front of us. But if things do go bad and we are unsuccessful yet again at even making the playoffs and going through playing again and losing there, um, who's more to blame to you? Front office to me. Um, okay. What sets you back? Lonzo Ball signing, guys not developing. And as much as we want to sit here and say, oh, my God, the coaches are the reason that guys aren't developing, you've also drafted a ton of projects. Patrick William was a is a project. I love the intangibles. I love the size. I love the uh, – listen, me and Hayes saw this mug up close. I 100% get why AK thinks that he can be a Kawhi-type player. Like, when you see him, like, move people, you're just like, oh, he's actually just stronger than everyone. Mm -hmm. But he don't have the right mindset. So you missed on guys who do have killer, who are young players, and, and guys like Tyrese Halliburton, right? Tyrese Halliburton's a killer. And my favorite thing from the offseason is when um, – who was it in the playoffs? They took the deep – was it Jordan Poole? He took, like, a deep three. And it might have been in the in the West Conference final. He took like a deep three that probably that if he makes it, they win the game, but they end up losing. And everybody was like, You can't take that shot. And Tyrese Halliburton was like, I take that shot. Like I would have taken that shot every time. And guess what, Bulls fans? We know he takes that shot. He's killed us twice with it on game winners. I mean, Pat Bev's still looking up. <laughs> but it's it's just it's it's there are too many players that you hitched your wagon to that have done nothing i mean patrick williams okay let's hope that this year right let's hope last year was basically him getting back to an even plane coming off of an injury and now this year is going to be a jump i i don't know if i see it coming but maybe right that's kind of what we've said the last three years meanwhile tyrese halliburton keeps balling um keeps improving Let's let's hope that um, we just hitched our wagon to Kobe White and he's actually going to turn into a player who uh, gets to that next level on a consistent basis. He's a guy that absolutely can go out there and put up 
15 to 20 points a night, but doesn't do that on a consistent basis just yet. He'll he'll have a hot month, hot couple of months. Um, I mean, Ayo DeSumo, you you kind of think you saw something there, but you hitched your wagon to Marco Simonovic, who never played a second. Yeah, I mean, so I, I'm looking at the front office with a ton of question marks on a lot of these guys that you've hitched your name to. And I mean, heck, how you just hitched yourself to uh, um, Julian Phillips on a four-year deal, right? Like, the, he's what? He's What did I say? He's the second rookie to get a deal like that? That was second, a second-round second pick? Second-round pick, yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're making, like, you. AK is making Ryan Pohl's commitment, or Ryan Pace commitments. That's what we're seeing here, and 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 triggered band aid. I, I hate you it for is. making that comparison. Matter of fact, get off the show, bro. Like, hey, this, yeah. it, y'all stay blessed. Just, out yeah. <laughs> that that's it. Thank you for. We want to thank you uh, and wish Pat the designer well in his future endeavors. Um, nah, bring my brother back on. Oh, future endeavors. I'm fired. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no. Um, I think. It makes sense to blame the front office, and I think you have to look at that as well. Um, and but I, I, the thing that the fact of the matter is this: is that the front office is the one leading the charge, right? And so they just got contract extensions too last offseason that we found out about this offseason. So you know, <laughs> an undisclosed amount of time yet again. Exactly, bro. We have no idea how long anybody's still here. When is uh, but, when is AK's contract up? We don't know. Thirty thirty five. 30. Is that when Billy Donovan may be up at the same time? We, we <laughs> he signed that extension. We still have no details on the extension. None. <laughs> like you have to file paperwork on extensions to the league offices. As AK and everything just said, "Hey, league, we'll send it to you when we send it to you." Like what? What's happening here? Here's, here's the thing, and this is maybe I just don't remember this. Did we know their original terms? Yes. We know that Billy. This is this is technically supposed to be Billy Donovan's last year left on his contract. I don't even remember their original terms being released like that. Like I remember being on a video and going, <laughs> "We don't know the terms yet." I'll update you when that happens. Hey, you and never updated it. I don't remember it ever happened. We still haven't updated that video. That's from hilarious. Four years ago. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Man, that's crazy. I I don't remember AK's original contract length either. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, dog. Like now, AK's I don't. I will say that I have no idea how long AK's. Like, I feel like they're getting just a check every two weeks. They're getting they're just every two employed. weeks, bro. That's funny. they're just employed, bro. They own they own uh uh hourly, bro. That's hilarious, bro. That is funny. Uh, who the hell knows, bro? Everybody, the only t- people we know who's gonna be around for a certain amount of time is the uh is the um the players. Like, so yeah, it looks like Billy Donovan initially signed a four-year, $24 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. Okay. But we have no idea how long the extension is for. Okay. So that's crazy. <laughs> anyway, the point that you were making about who you were blaming. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know anymore because now I'm just pissed off again that we don't know how long any of these people are still going to be here, bro. Like, what what's happening? What is happening, bro? What's going on here? Did he sign another four-year deal? We're going to have eight years of Billy Donovan. <laughs> bro, this mother, this mother signed that man to a contract and said, as long as Jerry's heart keeps beating, you will be here. <laughs> as long 
long as Jerry is alive, you bro. You know, Jerry, you know what? Jerry has that device implanted in his heart. It was from a movie. He's I can't remember what movie nowhere. it is. That well, evil never dies. But um that, <laughs> that all right. What, what, once Jerry Reinsdorf does depart this planet, the United Center just blows up. Whoever's in it is in it. Like it just at the same time, it just blows up. I just I there's gonna be such a I Michael's probably gonna keep the team money wise, but like and not listen, I'm not wishing that on Jerry. I'm not one of those yeah, fans of either. We wish must must be weird about that. Hire us for the Reinsdorf network. I, I remember somebody did that in, in, in the comments and I had to check them. It was like, bro, that's somebody's dad. Like that's somebody's yeah. grandfather. Like, don't be a douchebag. But it it is one of those things, like I do think about like what's actually gonna happen with the organizations that he owns. Like we've seen people who just literally we've seen I mean the Warts family, right? The Warts were like, okay, let's yeah. go win championships now. But we've also seen people that are like, I don't want any part of this anymore. Like, somebody yeah. else come get this. Like, and you think about that, dog. A time where the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago White Sox aren't owned by Reinsdorfs. I don't think it'll ever happen in our lifetime, bro. Mike, because Michael still loves the team. So I don't think that Michael. No, here's the thing. I think Michael loves the Bulls. I don't think Michael will sell the Bulls. You think, but you think he'll sell the socks? I think maybe the socks. I don't know if Michael loves the socks. Mm. I think Jerry loves the socks, but he don't love them. Jerry loved the socks like he loved his kids. Like, y'all get to come along for the ride. All right. It's time yeah, to go. Go I mean? ahead and wrap up the show. Give me social media. Let's get up out of here, bro. <laughs> follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Jerry, don't, don't, uh, we'll never get known that Bulls network, bro. <laughs> bro, it's not happening, bro. We, we completely shot ourselves in the foot on that one. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H A I Z. We want to thank you guys for making Locked on Bulls your first listen every day, man. We'll be back, uh, tomorrow again with another episode going over whatever's going on with the Bulls, man. But y'all make sure y'all stay tuned in with us for Path the Designer. I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. We about you. Peace, y'all. Jerry, you think we can get on that network? I don't like the show you do. Very, very dangerous. It never was going to be broadcast. We were never going to bring them back. Is that soup?